This week, from GNC Week in Review, powered by GeekNewsCentral.com. The U.S. Army bans TikTok. The IRS makes its changes on how you file your tax online. Plus, Mike Bloomberg spent millions to be in your Google search results. Those are some of the tech news from this week. And it's a good, again, it's a light tech news week. And it's Friday, January 3rd, 2020, the first episode of 2020. My name is Kirk Corliss in episode 50. Yes, we're at 50 episodes, halfway to episode 100. It's the GNC Week in Review podcast, part of the Tech Podcast Network. If it's tech, it's here. Thank you so much for tuning in for this week's episode. If you are a new listener, please be sure to subscri- uh, subscribe to the podcast where you can find on the right-hand side column at gncweekly.com, be it Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, your favorite podcast app for Android, or on TuneIn, Spotify, and Stitcher. Also, this podcast is on iHeartRadio for iOS and Android. If you have a comment, suggestion, want to say hi, be it on social media or email, and that all can be found at gncweekly.com forward slash connect. We're going to jump in with the tech news from this week and from geeknewscentral.com. Again, it's another light week of news uh, because CES, CES 2020 is, this, is coming this coming week. More on that a little bit later. In the meantime, the top story this week, the U.S. Navy has already banned the use of TikTok. Now, the U.S. Army has banned the use of TikTok on government-issued phones. Army spokeswoman Lieutenant, uh, Lieutenant Colonel Robin Ochoa tells Military.com that it's, quote, consider a cyber threat. The Army started warning soldiers in mid-December, roughly at the same time the Defense Department was telling police to delete TikTok to, quote, circumvent any exposure of personal information. It's not known that the U.S. Air Force or the U.S. Marine Corps have implemented similar policies, although it's likely given coordination between the forces. None of the services can be banned TikTok can ban TikTok from personal phones. The army still asks soldiers to be wary of straying texts, according to Ochoa, who's according to Ochoa, but it's ultimately ultimately up to the troops to avoid sharing valuable data. The IRS announced significant changes Monday to its deal to its deal with the tax the tax prep software industry. Now, companies are barred from hiding their free products from search engines such as Google, and the years-old prohibition prohibition on the IRS creating its own online filing system has been scrapped. The addendum to the deal, known as Free File, comes after... uh, ProPublica.com's reporting this year on how the industry, led by a TurboTax maker Intuit, has long misled taxpayers who are eligible to file for free into paying. Under the nearly two-decade-old free file deal, the industry agreed to make free versions of tax filing software available to lower and middle-income and middle-income Americans. In exchange, the IRS promised not to compete with the industry by creating its own online, online filing system. The addendum also expressly bars the companies from, quote, engaging in any practice that will include exclude their free file offerings, quote, from a organic internet search. 
ProPublica reported in April that Intuit and HR Block had added code to their free file pages that hid them from Google and other search engines, diverting many users to companies' paid products. IRS Commissioner Chuck Reddick said in a statement, quote, The improved process will make free files stronger and give taxpayers another reason to consider this viable software option. The agency hopes the change will make the free option the free option more accessible for taxpayers in the 2020 filing season. Under the new rules, <clears throat> excuse me, under the new rules, participating companies has also have to standardize the naming convention of their free file version as IRS quote IRS free file program delivered by quote product name. In the past, many tax filers reported being confused by the difference between, for example, TurboTax free and TurboTax free file. In a blog post on the Intuit company on the Intuit website, the company says, quote, Intuit strongly Intuit strongly supports these changes to the free file program and associated free file offerings because they increase the focus on the taxpayer experience. Intuit faces multiple ongoing lawsuits and investigations into whether company deceive customers. The company <clears throat> excuse me, the company has said such accusations are baseless. Former New York City Mayor Mike Bloomberg is running for president on a centrist-friendly platform that's mainly premised on beating incumbent Donald Trump. What makes Bloomberg's campaign stand out, however, isn't his positions. It's how much he's spending to get his message out. Google, quote, impeachment, for example, and you'll probably get an ad at the top of the page that promotes Bloomberg's campaign. Same goes for, quote, climate change and, quote, gun, safeties, uh, gun safety. Now, these ads are not cheap. The Bloomberg ad for impeachment reads, quote, Trump's broken promises, enough is enough, we deserve better, and it's very prominent, and it does cost money. While Google's political ads transparency report doesn't say exactly how much the ad costs, it's Similar and read for nine days, earn between one and ten million, ten million impressions, and cost more than one hundred thousand dollars. And impeachment is the only impeachment isn't the only term Bloomberg is targeting, according to Google. Bloomberg's campaign has spent fourteen million eight hundred forty-nine thousand five hundred dollars on political ads since the candidate announced his run the end of November. Overall, Bloomberg has spent nearly two hundred million dollars on his run for president of the United States. Speaking of New York City, a software glitch is causing parking meters throughout New York City to reject credit and prepaid, car, uh, prepaid parking cards. This is from the New York Times that I reported. The payment software was set to expire on January 1st, and the vendor reportedly failed to update the software before the new year. So at the stroke of midnight on Wednesday, the city, the city rang in a bug reminiscent of those feared around Y2K, which predicted computer systems would crash. According to the New York City Department of Transportation, crews are out reconfiguring the software meter by meter. It's not sure how long it will take. So the, as the city has 14,000 meters covering about 85,000 parking spaces, the meters are still accepting coins and the free parknyc.org app. The city has, hasn't said how it will handle all the tickets issued while the payment software is down. And finally, CES 2020 is coming this coming Tuesday, January 7th. Um, over on um, Engadge.com, they're reporting that uh, the reporting 
that we're expected to see um, screens of all shapes and sizes um, from LG. There's uh, likely um, OLED panels. Um, uh, Samsung is coming out with a um, zero bezel TV. LG has um, has already teasing a rollable OLED concept that unfurls from the ceiling. Um, also, there's a lot in um, transportation tech, um, Fiat Chrysler, uh, and also looking at um, new e-scooters from uh, e-scooters, um, e-scooter and e-moped from Segway. Um, also, in the uh, there's a lot of looks looking for new. Um, New smart home devices, um, Google Assistant, Alexa, 5G, and there's a whole there's a whole lot more. And um, I we were going to cover uh, also there's announcements from Dell, Panasonic, Audi Technica, and on and on and on. So look for um, so that's a lot going on this coming week. Um, for CES 2020, a lot more. Um, so that will be right now. There's a very short tech news uh, for this week um, for Friday, January 3rd, 2020. Um, thank you so much for tuning in for this week's episode. It is a little short. I apologize. Um, not much news in the tech world this week um, because, again, CES 2020 um, is coming this week. Um, Show notes from this episode can be found at gncweekly.com. Also, be sure to check out the latest tech news and commentary from geeknewscentral.com. Now, normally, you can tune in Mondays and Thursday evenings at geeknewscentral.com forward slash live for the Geek News Central podcast. And then you would tune in geek to GNC Week in Review podcast, which publishes Friday evenings at gncweekly.com. So this week, Geek News Central, Plug Hits, Plug Hits Live, The Gadget Professor, The Tech Ranch, and this podcast, um, GNC Week in Review, are all part of the Tech Podcast Network, will be in Las Vegas for CES 2020, starting on Tuesday, January 7th at 10 a.m. Pacific. And we will have live coverage from the CES Studio Tower at the Sands Expo. We will have interviews from the studio with various companies, like I just mentioned a moment ago. Um, floor interviews on a show floor from across Science Expo and the Las Vegas Convention Center. Also, check out the live blog where I'll be posting behind the scenes of all the goings-on, photos from the press conferences, videos, etc. And that all can be found on the Tech Podcast Network, um, dot com, excuse me, techpodcast.com and at gncweekly.com forward slash CES. Now, if you want to find out what I'm doing now, nowadays and while I'm down Las Vegas for CES, um, I'll be posting photos and videos on my Twitter account. So please be sure to give me a follow on Twitter. I am at Kirk Corliss, which is spelled K-I-R-K-C-O-R-L-E-S-S. So be sure to give me a follow. And I'll be back in two weeks with another episode of the GNC Week in Review podcast. Till then, keep me keep tuning in to uh, geeknewscent.com, GNC Weekly, and the rest of the tech podcast websites. Um, till then, till this coming Tuesday or sooner, so long.